Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Star Wars Legends Lounge, the show that celebrates the books from Star Wars Legends. I'm Aaron Motes. It's the third New Jedi Order Primer episode featuring Jaina and Jason Solo and their friends, Lobaka and Tanel Ka. This episode covers the final three books in the Young Jedi Knights series, a story arc known as Under the Black Sun and featuring a ghost from Han Solo's past. And one of the cool parts of the final three stories is its nod to the original Han Solo adventures by Brian Daly and the Lando Calrissian adventures by L. Neil Smith with the way they titled the adventures. Everybody ready? Let's go. The first story is Return to Ord Mantell. Han decides to take Jaina and Jason and his youngest son, Anakin, and their friends on a vacation. They head to Ord Mantell, the Smuggler's Moon, to see the Blockade Runner's Darby, a race held by smugglers in a cloud of comets that passes near the planet. Han won the race three times in his younger days, and this year, the organizers invite him to return to serve as the race's Grand Marshal. When they arrive on the planet, Han is confronted by a former rival named Zethros. Han is initially wary, but Zethros offers him a hand, saying anything that happened in the past is water under the bridge. Han decides to take the young Jedi Knights up in the Millennium Falcon to tour the course before the race. They explore the comet cloud and find that someone has planted space mines. Han scoops up one of the mines and takes it back to Ord Mantell for investigation. When they return, they're confronted by a young woman named Anja Galandro, accusing Han of murdering her father. Han admits to knowing Anja's father, but says he didn't kill Galandro. Han says Galandro pulled a gun on him, triggering an automatic security system that shot Anja's father. Han denies Anja's accusation, but the woman doesn't believe him. She says Galandro's murder left her an orphan on the planet Anobis, a war-torn planet in the Ord Mantell system. After listening to Anja, Han decides to travel to Anobis to see if he can help. On the way, our heroes encounter a damaged ship. It turns out to be a gunrunner, a man selling weapons and ordnance to both sides of the Civil War. Han confiscates the weapons, destroys them, and then leaves the gunrunner and continues on to Anobis. When the Falcon leaves, the gunrunner, a man named Lilmit, contacts his black son contact. It's Zethros, who's running the criminal organization hiding behind the facade of an honest businessman on Ord Mantell. Zethros is furious Lilmit allowed Han to destroy the weapons but he says Solo will soon pay when he arrives on Anobis. The Millennium Falcon lands on Anobis, and our heroes learn more about the civil war between the farmers in the lowlands and the miners in the mountains. Anja is irate that Han talks to the farmers first. She comes from the mountains. Our heroes find the land nearly barren. They speak to the leader of a village who tells them that the miners have poisoned most of the farmlands. Anja is disgusted with the farmer, saying anything that the miners may have done was in retaliation to being attacked first. During their time on Anobis, our heroes witness death and destruction on both sides. 
landmines buried in the farmlands, proximity bombs in the mines, and even more sophisticated weapons. After one of the leaders of the miners is killed from friendly fire, Han is able to negotiate a temporary ceasefire. He contacts Coruscant and convinces Leia to send peacekeepers and humanitarian aid. Following the adventure, the young Jedi Knights ask Anja to join them at the Jedi Academy on Yavin 4. The second book in the story is Trouble on Cloud City. Lando Calrissian has a new business venture, turning Cloud City into a family amusement park, resort, and casino. But something terrible has happened. Lando's business partner, Kojan, the man overseeing construction, has died. Currently, his death is considered a suicide, but Lando doesn't believe it. He believes Kojan was killed, pushed off of a Cloud City landing pad. Lando decides to take leave from his Karuska Gem business on Yavin to head back to Bespin, and he invites the young Jedi Knights along to use them to beta test all the attractions. When the group arrives, Lando shows them around the resort. Some of the attractions, like the hologram world and an immersive weather chamber, are almost complete, but others are woefully behind schedule. While Lando meets with the Ugnaught work crew, the young Jedi decide to investigate Kojan's death. They learn that on the same day Kojan fell from Cloud City, a jizz band that he hired, Figrin Dan and the modal nodes, left Cloud City in a hurry and returned to the Bith homeworld of Clackdor 4. The group splits up. Lando, Jaina, and Zek head to Clackdor 4 to search for Figrin Dan, while Jason, Tanelka, Loey, and Anja continue looking for clues at Cloud City. Nobody knows more about the workings of Cloud City than the Ugnaughts, and Jason wants to question them again. The group learns that just before his death, Kojan fired one of the Ugnaughts for insubordination. Jason and his friends decide to search for the Ugnaught, but Anja refuses. She isn't feeling well, and hasn't for some time. She hasn't been able to get her fix of Andrus Spice since Zethros went into hiding, and now she's going through withdrawal. Anja goes back to her room to rest while Jason, Tanelka, and Loi head to the lower levels of the city. There, they find the Ugnaught and give chase, but the little alien leads them into a trap, an ambush of Black Sun thugs, orchestrated by Zethros. The young Jedi fight their way out of the trap and slide down a garbage chute that opens up beneath Cloud City. Loi lands on one of the lower antennas hanging from the city and catches Tanel Ka as the one-armed warrior princess falls past him. Then comes Jason, who slides out of the chute and grabs Tanel Ka's ankle. But Jason can't hold on. He loses his grip and plunges into the clouds. On Clackdor 4, Lando, Jaina, and Zek find the modal nodes hiding in a swamp. At first, the Bith mistake our heroes for assassins and try to flee, but Lando is able to stop his old gambling buddy from running. Lando asks Figrin Dan about the day Kojan died, and the Bith sings Lando a song of treachery and murder. It turns out Black Sun has infiltrated Cloud City, and they want a cut of the profits from Lando's resort. Kojan refused when Black Sun tried to shake him down, and he paid for it with his life. Jason continues falling into the gas giant Bespin, resigned to his fate. But miraculously, he's saved when a Thranta, 
one of the giant wing reptiles that live in the Bespin air currents, appears beside him. The Thranta rider maneuvers the creature under Jason and catches him. The rider's name is Mkim. Jason tells Mkim everything about his fall from Cloud City, the ambush, and the investigation into Kojan's death. Jason is stunned when Mkim says the Thranta riders know who killed Kojan. It was Black Sun, led by Zethros. The Thranta riders were practicing their aerial circus routine for the opening of Lando's resort and saw Kojan arguing with Zethros and a pair of thugs when Zethros ordered his men to grab Kojan and throw him off of the platform. M. Kim says the Thranta riders tried to save Kojan, but a storm had just begun and the winds were too strong to fly deep into the Bespin clouds. M. Kim returns Jason to Cloud City, stunning Tanel Ka and Loi, who were convinced Jason had fallen to his death. Jason tells his friends about Kojan's murder, and the three confirm the information when Lando's group returns and shares what they learned from Figrin Dan. The story ends with Lando and the young Jedi Knights uncovering the Black Sun operatives in Cloud City, chasing them off Bespin and returning to Yavin 4. The 14th and final book in the Young Jedi Knights series is Crisis at Crystal Reef. Anja continues to go through Andrus Spice Withdrawal, and it finally breaks her. If she can't get any more Andrus from Zethros, she'll head to the source of the spice. The young woman steals Zek's ship and flies to Kessel. There, she runs into Lilmet and learns that Zethros is smuggling Andrus to Mon Calamari. Anja wants to hurt Zethros, so she decides to steal the shipment on Mon Calamari and destroy it, after taking a little bit for herself, of course. On Yavin 4, the young Jedi Knights discover Anja's disappearance and head off in hot pursuit. On Kessel, they talk to Nine Num, the new administrator of the facility. Nine tells the Jedi that Black Sun is trying to push their way into his business. Jaina suggests the group split up. She and Loi stay on Kessel and help Nine Num, while Jason, Zek, and Tanel Ka chase after Anja. When Jason's group arrives on Moncala, they meet with Ambassador Silgal, one of Luke Skywalker's former Jedi Academy students. Silgal takes the young Jedi to Crystal Reef, a destination getaway for the galaxy's wealthiest individuals. There, they find Anja, who tells them about the Andrus Spice. It's hidden under Crystal Reef's ice cap, waiting for Black Sun's contact at the resort to retrieve it but Sogal and the young Jedi Knights decide to get there first. Back on Kessel, Jaina and Loi find Black Sun's operations. They sneak in and learn that Zethros' plans are much bigger than just taking over the spice trade. He's hidden operatives everywhere, including Coruscant, and plans to take over all criminal activities throughout the galaxy. On Mon Calamari, the Jedi commandeer a submersible and plunge into the frigid water. Beneath the ice, they find the containers of Andrus Spice. Sogal uses the sub's pincer arms to cut open the containers when the Jedi are attacked by a leviathan. The monster grabs hold of the sub and starts to pull it into its mouth. Things are looking bleak when Jason has an idea. 
He uses the sub's cargo tractor beam to pull a floating iceberg between the sub and the Leviathan. The tactic confuses the monster, so the Jedi quickly do it again, and again, and again. Soon, there's a field of ice between them and the Leviathan, which allows the Jedi to escape. On Kessel, Jaina and Loey lead Nine Numb and his security forces through the mines to Black Sun's hideout. There, they find Zethros. A firefight erupts in the mine, and Zethros runs away. Jaina, Loey, and Nine Numb chase after him and corner the Black Sun Vigo in Kessel's carbon freezing chamber. Jaina tells Zethros it's time to turn himself in, but the gangster tries to escape. He dodges Jaina and Loey, but slips and falls into one of the freezing chambers, triggering the automatic switch, encasing himself in carbonite. The young Jedi Knights return to Yavin 4, where Silgao uses her healing abilities to help Anja recover from her withdrawal symptoms. When Anja is feeling better, the young woman decides to leave. Lando offers her a job as a cargo pilot. The story ends in the Jedi Temple's Grand Audience Chamber, with Luke recognizing Jaina, Jason, Tanel Ka, Loi, Anja, and young Anakin for their bravery in taking down Black Sun once and for all. Thanks for listening to this third mini-episode of the Star Wars Legends Lounge as we get you primed for the new Jedi Order series beginning April 14th. If you'd like to contact the Star Wars Legends Lounge, you can email me at swlegendslounge at gmail.com or send me a tweet at legendslounge1. Until next time, I'm Aaron Motes. May the Force be with you. And remember, there's always a bit of truth in Legends.